been so long. Rusty trombone. I've been recording. Without me? Yeah. Oh. It's for my secret podcast. <laughs> Is it called Ari's Secret It's podcast? called Ari's Secrets. And I just sit there when, <laughs> when Barry's asleep and I hold my Yeti microphone just going, hey, tonight on Ari's Secrets. <laughs> If you rec- you got to be careful talking about stuff like that because that's how Phil started. I'm not doing Phil. But that's like that's how that became a thing. It's him saying like some one-off joke, and then we're just like, no, you should do that now. Uh, so now you got to record an episode of Ari's Secrets next to Barry. Obviously, even Barry, I have lots of things to tell you. Ugh, no one wants that. Um, okay, let's just mm. let's just get right into this and tee up our. Indiecade coverage. Jumping in. I'm going to turn you down now. Was Pod. Welcome to the new podcast by people who like posding. <laughs> Potting. That sounds really gross. Pull this away from the mic a the little bit more. P-pop? Yeah. All right. Yeah, so Was Pod. We're a podcast for indie games. Indiecade. What is Indiecade, Joey? Indiecade is in... Uh, what, uh, what the name of this Cul- is a Culver great, City? Culver, it's it's like, Jesus Christ! I'll take over. <laughs> Thank you. It's Culver City. It's in Culver City once a year, and it, it's sort of like that uh, Pax Ten area, but just that. Yeah, it's it's a convention, but also a uh, conference, but also <laughs> it's I don't a know. lot. Of, I don't really. I've been to it twice, and I don't even really know what it is. It's outside in a firehouse and in these city hall buildings and then another area and games show up people show us cool stuff and we were invited this year so we went yeah this is the first time we went as quote-unquote press yeah and that really freaked me the fuck out because there was one instance where we were waiting to talk to somebody at uh or waiting to see a game or whatever he's like oh you're press here uh uh," and he like was scurrying around his booth trying to get us in to see his thing quicker he did that thing where he like picked up the person in front of him he was talking to and just moved them to the side (laughs) and then ushered us forward making us feel very uncomfortable this is gross i don't like this (laughs) we don't need this power we got to go to like a couple of the um the talks or whatever because i think to go to everything at indicate it's like four or five hundred yeah it's hundreds of dollars i because it's made for actual developers it is but the quality of the talks we saw did not (laughs) feel like four or five hundred dollars that's beside the point yeah we saw some cool games there they're you know uh sony and nintendo bring i would say what like 15 yeah they have sizable boots like yeah. almost e3 level they're tense and it was fucking hot as balls that day <laughs> it, but it was that's besides the point and um we we sort of did a circuit around and talked to a well, handful of people so there's the sony booth there's the nintendo booth there's the indie gaming booth or the sport gaming booth. Oh, I, I don't have that map anymore. Oh, well, there's all kinds of different... There was a VR booth. Um, so there was a wide variety of different areas. I thought that was the hot man booth. Uh, <laughs> where it was just, like, packed with hot men. Oh. Not attractive. Not attractive, just very warm. Yeah, yeah. there was the sweaty, disgusting BO tent. <laughs> that, <laughs> Which was most dense. <laughs> unfortunately, had the coolest stuff in it. Yeah, But yeah. I could not spend too much time. Um, um, and what I realized, too, after we left... The only games that could quote unquote win or be nominated in Indicate were ones that were done. And a lot of the games that I thought were really fucking cool were ones that were not done yet and weren't going to be done for years. Yeah, probably. Well, one of the problems also was they, they gave us ballots as press for the, for the media vote. And the ballot that you'd picked up on the first day, Joey, left off about 30 of the games. Really? So when I went back, 
I got the they because I went the next day when you turn in the ballots and he's like, oh, do you think you could like transfer over everything your buddy wrote on that ballot? Because we forgot to print the ballot with all the games oh, on it. Oh, that's so sucks he handed to... it me back and it was like all the VR stuff and it was like a bunch of stuff that was in the firehouse. Wow, yeah. I wonder if it was some of the stuff we had talked about the day before. And I was like, where is this on here? Yeah, there definitely was because mm-hmm. I changed a couple of my answers because of that. But oh, um, I see. Well, yeah. the, the cool thing about Indiecade, and it's kind of what I what I like about going to stuff like Ape. Yeah, is Alternative that, Press Expo. Yeah, which is the, sort of the little brother to Comic Con. Yeah, it's, it's like the West Coast Small Press Expo, if you know what that is. In yeah, it's, Baltimore. It's people there Maryland. with the thing that they are making, which feels different than like a bigger conference that sends a company with five or six projects. It's literally the dude who has been working on this thing hunkered down in a bunker for like two months or two years and is finally showing it off to people. So you can tell everyone you talk to is super passionate about their idea, no matter how bad it is. They're super, <laughs> Come on. I'm just kidding. There's no. not that many bad there ideas. There are not many bad ones. Um, but it's people there with a wide variety of interests, ideas, uh, game types that they like. And, you know, some, some people get weird with it. Yeah. They have like a whole outsider indie gaming booth area that had like LGBTQ stuff. It had like women in gaming stuff. It had like some fringier stuff. I mean, the games go across the gamut. Like the whole big tent of indie games is, is represented there by at least someone. I played butt sniffing pugs. <laughs> butt sniffing pugs. Where you control these little pugs on a screen with a giant rolly tennis ball. And then you have to molest the asses of these stuffed pugs to make them like poop and, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I really knew how to play it, but, but I had fun playing. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Usually, I get in trouble for this. That's like when we were playing with that cat nipples game, where you steer around the milk squirts with the all the like six cat nipples. Oh yeah, if you want to see a picture of that, it's up on the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the lady was like, "You guys want a picture?" I'm like, what? <laughs> no, but it's your game, so sure. <laughs> She's like, "You could grab them more forcefully." It's like what? Uh, the cat nipples, grab them. <laughs> and then I cried. <laughs> yeah, lick them a little bit. Come on. But it was a cool weird thing. I yeah. mean, where else are you going to play cat nipple game? Yeah, I I'm trying to remember the weirder things we saw. There was um this really tall, I would say like maybe 10 feet tall pole that was a dungeon crawl game represented by various lights on this rod. It looked like one of those things where you hit it's a, it's a, um, a strongman hammer, and yeah. it tells you how strong you are. It's a 1D game. A one-dimensional, one-dimensional dungeon crawl where, like, the different colors of the dots <laughs> represented, like, lava or your guy or a monster coming at you. And it's, like, it w- it was the equivalent of staring into the Matrix. Like, it eventually started to make sense <laughs> yeah, to your shockingly eyes. shockingly competent. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was Line Rider or something, maybe. L- that sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah, Line Rider, I think. Um but the reason we're recording this little mini introduction is to tee up uh, a handful of audio that we have from this, where we, I, I would say, maybe five or six different... Oh, I think there was originally 10 or so interviews, and in <laughs> typical Waz style, we lost <laughs> half of them, either because of my incompetence with the microphone, or the battery dying, 
or some other kind of so shout out to the um the interview that you really liked that didn't make it which was the oh tribal and error tribal and error tribal and error is an incredible game the whole idea but i'm gonna just run by it a little bit because they were so generous with their time the guy who made it and flew all the way out here from norway or something yeah and you fucking <laughs> lost the like the half hour <laughs> it was so cool and uh but the whole game is basically your recording machine that gets sent back in time to caveman era and you can only record what caveman what caveman tell you and but it t- makes no sense it, to you. it's just gibberish but through trial and error by repeating back to other cavemen what you've recorded they'll kind of start doing stuff and you'll realize what this means you like and develop a language with the recorded bits or you something? you can fill in your own like um little note of like oh this sound means this but you can do it in any language you know mm-hmm. it's just to know for yourself so you can start creating in whatever language you speak a whole converted alphabet um for from what the cavemen speak and you have to like push them to help them avoid the collapse of their world basically <laughs> like it's destruction. a really cool idea and the art is pretty gorgeous and it's, too. it's really funny quirky little game i didn't get to play it a ton because you did that the day after yeah because i only went on saturday and you went on saturday and sunday yeah um but yeah that was uh, a tech issue so that's our bad but check out <laughs> Sorry about that. no 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 it's, it's a cool game yeah so everyone everyone check that out but we have a handful of interviews we're going to put up just as separate files uh and we just wanted to sort of preface what those are uh the audio is varying degrees of quality because of trying to steal interviews in the middle of crowded tents or fucking next to the Twitch booth that had to blast thumping techno, thumping techno from the Twitch people. <laughs> so send a big thank you to Twitch for the soundtrack if you like it. Yeah, <laughs> um, but a lot of cool people talked to us about a lot of cool games, uh, and Ari even got to talk to a game legend, a game legend, Tease. Tim the Legend, Tim the Brutal Do you Legend. Want me to not to tell you, that <laughs> <laughs> doesn't you cut matter. Cut it out if you want. I don't care. Uh, even got to talk to Tim Schaefer as part of a, uh, what are they, a round robin interview? Yeah, I don't know how else to describe it, but it's a... Fangasm? Collective? Circle jerk? It was was a joint interview. There were a couple other people asking questions, but Tim was very cool with his time also. Yeah. So, thank you very much to him, but keep a listen for that. Um it was right before he announced all this cool stuff that's now coming out. So we don't talk about any of that. Yeah. This or was... you can hear him blatantly lying to us and being like, I don't know what's happening with fill in the blank psychonauts too. Wow. You I, know, I things haven't like even that. listened to the audio like, yet. That's fascinating. People are like, yeah, is there ever, I love that. No, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. He was there uh, for day of the tentacle. Day of the remastered. tentacle. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've never played. I, I, I played it maybe 10 times. I love that. Game. Really? Yeah. What about maniac mansion? Maniac mansion is kind of garbage, but maniac mansion, <laughs> is in Day of the Tentacle. Yeah. So if you play Day of the Tentacle, you can log into a monitor and play through Maniac Do you think Mansion. that'll still be the case? I don't know why not. It's I imagine they're not putting that much work into the game to strip out elements that were there before. That is, like, copyright-wise, I didn't know how that worked. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I'm sure if Disney's letting them use Day of the Tentacle, they're giving them everything that was in Day of the Tentacle. Yeah, that's true. You know, I don't know. Yeah, Disney owns Maniac Mansion, too, at this point. It was a LucasArts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, until the Maniac Mansion ride shows up in the theme park or what what do they do what does disney do with all their shit just put it in a vault yeah <laughs> sit on it <laughs> no that was lucas arts thankfully disney's not like that right that's true because we we met tim at uh, ape, ape like three four years, years ago, ago four yeah. years ago and 
always he was like there i think talking about or there like with brutal legend shit and we only talked to him about grim fandango we're like oh we love grim fandango it's so good he was so beaten by the world at that point yeah he had, like tried so hard to get it out and was just like, oh god damn <laughs> no man i don't know what to do i'd love to do something lucas oh, arts yeah, it's they not just, up to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> poor guy yeah we know it's worked out for him i really i really like a game mail or count <laughs> Do you, yeah, want please. Ki- do you want a kiss? Yeah, back up, please. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll we'll probably have a, a better full episode uh, going through some of the, some more of the indicate stuff once I go through and re-listen to all these <laughs> things and then realize what we saw. Um, but it was a cool thing, and I, their website has a list of all the games. So if you hear uh, interviews of something you think it's cool, you can go to their website. Find the game, which has links to, you know, further follow the development process of the game. I think a lot of them are several years away still. Some of them actually are are already on Steam, too, though. So it's a mixed bag. A lot of them being in early access. Um, But, you know, Kerbal Space Program guys were there. Because Kerbal Space Program Just finally came, came out. out. Yeah. <laughs> so I was shocked. I was like, what the hell are they doing here? That game came out like four years ago. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, oh no, it was early access. It it just came out. It just came out. Just like uh, Prison Architect. But uh, that was Indicate. We'll get that stuff going and um, we'll be back shortly yeah. with a real episode. So uh, thank you to the Indicate people. We look forward to going back again. Yeah. For letting us go for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Which... It's it awesome. It and again, super weird to like actually feel important. Um, and for all the people who took the time to talk to us, uh, one more housekeeping note before we go. We have a handful of games that have been sent to us through developers, through publicity people, and we're getting to them. <laughs> I feel really shitty about it, but Ari and I have not recorded a lot lately because I've been at work a lot. So there's something coming for that stuff. I don't even know what, but I I feel like we need to make right by. So it. look look for us to sell ourselves out for the cheapest bidder. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want to you want to send us your shit, I'll I'll look at it for sure. Yeah, we'll we'll totally check it out. Um, it just will take us a little bit of time. Yeah, which I've told and everyone's been yeah. cool with it. But thank but you. Again, I feel bad. It's the Midwest guilt. I just feel bad about it. It's like <laughs> people are giving me shit and they shouldn't be. Uh, but yeah, if you want to email us uh, about any of that stuff, waspod at gmail.com. And we'll see you later with... Waspod uh, on the Twitter, Waz Group, Waspod Group on Steam. Check out all the other Explosive Magico shows. I think that's it. I think okay. that's it. Yeah. Okay, we did it. Enjoy the interview. Sign us off, man. And with that, to all a good night! I got nothing tonight. Just <laughs> cut it out. Just cut it. <laughs> Just get it. us out. <laughs> <laughs>